1: Wrestling Authority Radio, with your hosts, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, C. Kane and sadistic, Sean David. Lock and load,
2: wrestling fans, it's time for WAR!
1: right, good evening wrestling fans. We are live in the ER. It is Wednesday night and you are listening to War Wrestling Authority Radio. Um, I don't know what uh, Sean is doing, but uh, he has muted himself. I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane, uh, Chaotic Katie, who would normally be the main person that uh, would be on this episode tonight, unfortunately is under the weather, so she will not be with us. Hopefully she will be feeling better and will be back with us on uh, Tuesday night. So, um, yes, for those of you who were originally expecting uh, Trevor Murdoch, unfortunately,
0: as happens
1: in a lot of cases, real life uh, got in the way of wrestling, and uh, he had to uh, work at his uh, regular job a, a bit longer than uh, normal. He has a regular job now since he's not doing wrestling full-time so he is not with us as i say i know department of redundancy department but uh, we will reschedule with him for another time don't forget all right
0: rescheduled for november 7th
1: november 7th okay very good um all right, uh, so don't forget also next week, um, right here on Wrestling Authority Radio, uh, legendary member of the uh, Samoan family, the Tonga Kid, will be with us. So, Sean, go ahead, introduce our guest. It's been a while since she's been here, and uh, we definitely want to thank her for uh, stepping in at the last minute.
0: She is the toughest broad on the planet, Randy West.
3: <laughs> that's me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: um, goes wild. Hey, there you go. <sighs>
3: What's going
1: on, guys? Hey,
2: not much, not
1: much. Uh, sorry that uh, Katie's not here to join you. She'd, she'd love to be here. Unfortunately, uh, she is a uh, very, very sick young lady tonight, so uh,
3: that's why oh, she isn't there, here. She's... She's got the same thing that I had last week. I feel oh. bad for her. Heal up, heal up and feel better. It sucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. It does. Uh, she can't even right now, uh, not uh, trying to be indelicate, but she can't even keep down an antibiotic for her nausea no yeah. medication. That's not good. So, um, alright, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's been a little bit since uh, you've been here with us, and so uh, we've had, we've gotten some new audience members between our live broadcast and uh, those who listen to the replays through various other mediums. So let's talk a little bit about your personal background. Uh, I know you're a Michigander, uh, and that. Uh, what uh, what kind of uh, sports uh, did you participate, if in any, when you were growing up? What was what was the family life like?
3: Uh, well, when I was younger, I, we, they were always super supportive of, of sports in, in general. Uh, my whole family was real big into to us doing something. You know, don't you can't just sit at home and do nothing. You have to do something. And so uh, yeah. I ended up I played basketball, volleyball, and softball. Uh oh, wow! through from fourth from fourth grade till I graduated. <coughs> oh. Softball. <laughs> Excuse me. I ended up getting a um a scholarship to go to college for uh softball through softball and through basketball so uh it was it was really big influence when i was younger um as as far as you know sports and getting getting me into the athletic ability that you need to be as a as a wrestler anyways Mhm
1: yeah excellent excellent uh and uh for uh those of you who are listening in Illinois uh Randy actually uh, went to college here she went to I did. rockford college
2: so I did. Uh, it
3: was a, it was a, uh and it was an experience
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll say that it yeah. was it
3: was it was definitely different cause it going from from detroit you know the Detroit area to the, the smaller town of rockford and you know rockford's not a very small town but it's it's small compared to it was it was definitely an experience and it it actually started off everything really. Cause, um, once I left college, I came back home and, um, I met Briar Wellington and Truth Martini and that's where wrestling began for me in 2002. Mm. And I've been, okay. I've been doing it ever since. Right.
1: Right. Now, uh, now did you, now did you watch wrestling growing up or did you get turned on oh, to yeah, it in
3: college? Go ahead. Huge. I was, I was a huge fan when I was younger. Um, I, I was raised by my grandmother, and she was a um, she was a big fan of Lex Luger, and not so much for his wrestling, but for his appearance. Uh,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, no, oh, I'm uh, sure
2: she probably, know, she I, probably I, wanted to feel the pecs move. Huh? <laughs> oh
3: my goodness, it was ridiculous. He's such a he is such a handsome man. for so my grandma, <laughs>
2: stop. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah you're
3: thinking, grandma, you're not supposed to be thinking like that you're old. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly, and so I think I was, uh, I was about five years old, five years old, when I first started watching wrestling, and that was with my brother's and and then, as I got older, you know living with my grandmother, watching it with her, and you know he, i I just loved it like the the whole yeah. the the entertainment part of it, and it, like uh i was i I had three older brothers, so i I got beat up a lot. <laughs> So watching, the, watching wrestling, you know, it, it gave me, it gave me ways of getting out of the stupid hole that they were putting me in and stuff like that. And it, <laughs> it, it actually toughened me up as, a, as a kid too, you know, even not knowing what I was doing.
1: Oh my maybe gosh! I, wow. Was stronger. Oh man, that that's that's excellent. That is excellent. But my it's my brother, yeah. my
3: brother was um 15 years old and I was I was 10 he put me in a full mouth and and uh I had just seen it on one of the shows. I was in a full mouth in and I I just squeezed my shoulders together and dropped down and gave him a nut shot and he never messed with me again.
2: <laughs>
1: oh wow. I love that. I love that. That like that's a good Rick Flair. A good
3: this flair, a good yeah, Ric flair exactly. right there to him, you know.
1: Oh my gosh! Now you now you didn't get up and strut after you after you did that, did you?
2: <laughs>
3: no, I I I did talk smack, but I didn't get up. I didn't
2: strut. <laughs> oh my gosh,
1: that's that's hilarious! I love it. I love it. How <laughs> many how, how many brothers do you have? How big how big is the actual family?
3: Uh, there is uh, six of us total.
1: Oh wow! And I am
3: uh, I'm I'm four. I have two, okay. three older and, and two younger.
1: All right, all right, yeah.
3: Still the toughest for the whole bunch.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm sort. I'm sort of a, from a uh, yours, mine, and our situation. I'm number five of six. So. I uh, I know that I know that feeling quite well. <laughs> Although I didn't grow up you get with your, my
2: older you, you get the, siblings, you get
3: the older siblings beating one. you up, but you get to yeah, you, you get the older siblings beating you up, but you get to beat somebody up too. Yeah,
2: you know, to being the you middle, go. middle
3: child is I have I have no problem being the middle child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, there you go. Well, now you talk about the difference between living in uh, in big urban Detroit and then. Uh, coming to Rockford, although yes, it is a, it is a you know pretty big city. It's the number three city here in the state of Illinois. It's got, it's more, it's more definitely a lot more rural than, uh, than Detroit is. So um, yeah. let kind of talk about maybe the, the culture shock of first, you know, coming into yeah. the Rockford area, having, having lived your entire life over in uh, Detroit and that.
3: I mean, just be able to walk out of my dorm at nighttime and no one bother me, like talk about culture shock, you know, (laughs) like I grew up in, in like River Rouge and Delray and like, you know, the, the lower down river area, uh, when I was younger is when I was where I grew up, like Wyandotte and that, and then, you know, I moved closer to the city as I got older because, you know, it's cheaper to move closer to the city.
2: (laughs) Right, right. (laughs)
3: so when I went to, you know, when I was living there, like I couldn't go out of my house at nighttime by myself. So going to Rockford and being able to walk out and like walk across the street to, uh, I worked at Denny's at the time, right across from the college, and uh, be okay. able to walk to work and and work midnights and then walk home. That was that was the greatest thing ever. I couldn't believe it. You know, that was one of the things. I was like holy shit. I called my grandma. I'm like, I just walked. She's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> it's cool
2: yeah
1: well of course college is on the west side of town and uh the east side is uh not is is not great uh so i and i know that well my wife my wife was used to live in rockford and uh i've got i've got uh stepkids that uh live that uh still live in that area and that um so but uh also when of course too another thing uh you know, you're a uh, you're a CCIW Cal, and uh, I'm a CCIW guy. I went to uh, North Central over in Naperville, so, or oh, right. so, uh, yeah. So uh, we're so we're old, we're old uh, conference rivals. Not as bad as we were with uh, Augustana, but uh, then again, I don't th- I don't think I don't think anybody in CCIW liked Augustana.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, not. And then it's like I actually I went to um, I went to Oxford College with my scholarships. I started the um, the training season for basketball and I ended up getting because I was um I was the two guard. I ended up getting okay. hit as I was coming through the paint and I ended up getting hit in the lower back. And I went <laughs> this is hilarious to me now. I went to the doctors and uh, I went to a, a back specialist and stuff because I was having real bad back pain from it. And they said uh, I couldn't play basketball anymore uh, because Ouch. if I got hit the wrong, if I got hit the wrong way or landed wrong on my back, I could be paralyzed for the rest of my life. It's funny to me now because a year, the year after I was told that, I went and started training to be a wrestler, <laughs> which
2: oh I'm constantly gosh.
3: throwing myself on my back and getting kicked in it and hitting in it. So I kind of, I took that and like. At the time, it was a real negative part of my life because I just I just realized like everything that I came to college for is ruined. This this doctor just told me everything, all my plans were were gone. And I couldn't play basketball anymore. And then I went home and I'm like, you know what? If I'm gonna be paralyzed, I'm gonna go out, you know, swinging. I'm gonna do it the way I want to do it and what I've always wanted to do. And I haven't looked back since. And I've, I've my back, God bless that, it's been okay.
1: Oh wow, thanks that's 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 something that's amazing that's amazing so well let's okay so let's talk about um about training um and that with uh with uh, truth martini and that what what was it like what was what was a uh, standard uh because i know how we trained at windy city i know how i've trained as a trainer in other schools and that um but uh, let's talk. Let's talk about Truth Martini um, training. What What was a uh, normal session with him like?
3: Truth Truth is very uh, uh, in your face when he's training. You know, he, he's right up at the ring, and he's and at the time when when I was training, it was still it was before the neck injury and stuff. So he was in there, and he mm-hmm. was bumping, and he was doing everything with us. Um, and and he he was trained by Al Snow, so. You know, he's he's got yeah. that in in his in his pedigree. So he right. has he, it, it was it was it was amazing to learn from truth. And even I just went back um last year I went back to him and I did a twelve a week uh three days a week with him. We drove me and uh Thunder Kitty would ride up to Detroit Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday and we would do sometimes it would be twelve hour days in the ring. Oh
2: wow just
3: training the truth and, and then, you know, for, for twelve weeks we did that. And then we come home on Wednesday night. We would do what we had to do, and then Friday, Thursday, Friday, we're back on the road for our actual wrestling shows. So, like, being, mm. like having truth, I was one of I'm I'm truth's first female trainee. Oh uh, uh, trainee.
2: First oh, wow. one to graduate,
3: from, uh, first female. So uh, that's a big deal wow. for me, and I, I try to. I've over the years, I've tried to, um, you know, set an example to other women and and even to to represent truth, the the way that I I think he should be represented, you know, and not and not do stupid shit and and really just live up to the potential that he seen in me when he first originally started training me. So, I, that's 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 like my thing with him, you know, like I I absolutely love truth. There's like his uh, the the training that was it was so rigorous, the cardio and and the fact that you know he he teaches you to. Um, not only be a character, but embrace it so that it, 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 it's it's you. You know, it's not just like the the, the fan. Even, the fans are like, man, that's that's kind of that. That's who she is, as opposed to oh, she's playing a character. And and like, you, there's there's certain things that that I learned from him that like you'll never ever pick up just on your own without you know. There, there's certain things that he gives you. And I, I recommend if, if you know anybody, if it truth, Martinis the, the dude for real. <laughs> Can't put him over enough.
1: Wow, excellent, excellent. So, Sean, go ahead and uh, pick it up here because uh, I'm, get, I'm getting a little bit of a dry throat from uh, doing all the talking. It's your turn to get some in
2: here.
0: <laughs> all right, gonna make Come you work, on. On. Uh, I am well. Um, It's been a while. Um, You know, I want to talk about you traveling not only all over uh, the Midwest, but all over wherever you get booked. And you are known as the toughest broad on the planet because there was a time that we didn't agree with it, but you did put yourself through the Queen of the Death matches. And um, I don't know if you won, but you looked pretty beat up after that was over. (laughs) You're like, holy shit. Like, who, Who? uh, like, our question was, who lets their girlfriend, like, go into the most barbaric of matches with another girl that's just going to beat the ever-loving shit out of her? Like, I I, I could not hurt my head. And it was the same with Mickey (laughs) Knuckles when I learned of this with Mickey Knuckles. I was like, I, I had to have a conversation with Mickey. I was like, "Question what what possesses you to want to go in the ring and do that? I've done hardcore matches in my past, and I you know, they are what they are, but I've never done some of the crazy stuff that you two have done, and it's like <laughs> it's like, um how like how do you mentally prepare for that Because I could never do it. Like I could never, I can never. Yeah, I'm gonna go into the King of the Death Matches, and no, I I would die.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: like I, not, I, you can't. like you, you don't necessarily like mentally prepare for it. Other than it's just another match. That's what I tried. I try to tell myself it's just another match. Only instead of a punch, they're gonna throw a light tube. Um, <laughs> you have to. <laughs>
2: just another match. She uh, says. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: just it's just a whole it's just a different different kind of match. Uh, it, I I ended up I won 2014 Queen of the Death Match um, against I I ended up fighting um, uh, Miss Burgundy in the first round, Thunder Kitty the second round, and and uh, Ludark in the finals. And then in 2015, I faced Ludark in the semifinals, and she ended up winning that one and and ultimately won the whole thing in 2015. And then I went, um, I've done Lord of the Hardcore, which was an all-male tournament, and I was the first female to, uh, and the only female that year to enter into it. I've done um, Goddess of Gore in Los Angeles for Blood Brothers, uh, which was phenomenal. Made it to the the um, semifinals against uh, Sage Sin in a Thumbtacks, to Thumbtacks match with Human Tornado as the referee. How fantastic that match was! Um, and then just recently, I did Death Becomes Her uh, in Illinois uh, for Resistance, which um, I I I'm going to brag about this one because I'm very proud of it. Me and Jules Malone, uh, I I honestly I think we were MVP match. You know, the, we were definitely the 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 highlight match of that tournament because we beat the living piss out of each other with a barbed wire bat and some staples and it was it was gory and gruesome and we got a, a U-Sick flux chant and a, <laughs> so like i i take pride in saying we stole that show and it was first round match nice <laughs> it's not it's not something that you can mentally prepare for but it's one of those things that if you're smart and and like i i, I had by no means that i have an easy upbringing so uh a lot of a lot of shit on the street happened when I was younger that I can kind of relate to now when I'm in the ring. So it's like, Oh man, when I was in that fight, when I was 17, I remember I picked up that brick and smacked that dude in the face. Well, if I pick this up and smack her in the face and you know, then that, that'll look like, you know, so <laughs> I I do, I, I try to just prepare by, by thinking of what's the most gruesome way of, of something can be done and then try and do it safely. Right. Right. Like, that's <laughs> that's as much, like, preparing as I do. Like, oh, man, it would be dope if I put all these light tubes in a deal and I give her, you know, the, the Spanish fly off the top rope. But that's really stupid because I'm going to land in the tubes too. So what if we do something else? You know, it, it, you just have to think about the way you're going to use the weapons as a, so that you don't kill somebody.
0: Right, but it's and, still going to visually you
3: know. be stimulating to the crowd.
0: Yeah, yeah, because uh, everybody everybody thinks that all those weapons are gimmicks, and not all of those weapons are gimmicks. No, uh, no, I no. haven't no. had a gimmick
3: <laughs> weapon yet.
0: <laughs> I,
3: I wish. Oh,
2: <laughs> um, um, gimmick! You know. Know. And, I've, and I've been and I've been <laughs> in the ring
1: with it with enough with enough of the of the hardcore matches and that and uh, no, I, I can tell you, Sean Sean, I mean, get some WD40 seriously that's, that's,
2: that's I mean, I wrestled
3: nerves. I wrestled Bryant Woods, I wrestled, wrestled Bryant Woods at the Lord of the Hardcore Tournament and like, he did, I I gave him a backdrop over the top rope into a barbed wire board and it wrapped around his neck and his hair and everything else and like, that, how can you gimmick that? <laughs> There's no way to gimmick that. It's insane.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what some people think. Oh, that's all gimmicked. Yeah, okay. Exactly. That's so crazy. <laughs> um, sanity to me. Well, you were definitely an all-around wrestler. You could probably brawl with some of the biggest guys that uh, – and probably have brawled with some of the biggest guys out there. Um.
3: There's been a few.
0: (laughs) And, um, you know, it's one of those things where when you have a woman like that that has no fear, you can do really anything with her. But when you have women that have fear that are like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. That's -hmm. that's when you start to have problems in the locker room because they don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. Well, what the hell am I paying you to do?
3: It's even worse when you have a man with fear to wrestle a woman in the locker room. Because then I'm standing there like, well, the, what the hell am I supposed to do? Because there's been so many times where it's like, uh, you're going to wrestle Randy. And like, Yeah, I can't wrestle a girl. Uh, I was raised to not hit a woman. And like, who the fuck said she was a woman? She's just another wrestler. And it's like, no, oh, no, I can't do it. And then, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Right. Just recently, that was that was brought to my attention. That, that was that, and it it was just like I'm not, especially this day and age. Like it shouldn't matter anymore about the the gender itself. When I first started, it, it mattered, you know. Like right. and, and, and inter intergender wrestling was uh, frowned upon, and I still did it because if I didn't do it, I didn't have a spot on the show. Right. And I wanted to be a wrestler no matter what. And if China well, could do it, well, by God, I can do it.
0: Well, that's just, there you go. <laughs> um, it's... You know, there's there's been so little of that anymore on the big scene. You don't see, I mean, if, if you go back and look at old video, you've got the Dudley boys power bombing Mae Young through a table off the stage. <laughs> You don't see that anymore. Uh, you and it's because,
3: that. and it, it's, it's the sensitivity of the world.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, you, you know, like people, people have become a, ashamed to be a strong woman or ashamed to realize that, you know, this woman can actually kick my ass, you know, like, and that's okay. It's okay. Women are strong. Women, can, you know, like, I don't understand the thinking, right. but that's what it is. I don't understand it, but I know what it is.
0: Well and um, at least right. you're at least you're smart enough to know what it is and and you know, all of that. Because there's a lot that don't.
3: <laughs> As I walk in the door, I prove them wrong, and then I go home. And they can stand there with their fucking with their excuse my language, with their dicks in their hand and what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, that's that's, a good,
1: a, that's a good one. That's a good one. But uh yeah, Through I when I mean, you talk about 'cause I mean when you talk about that, uh one of our good friends, uh somebody who I used to uh work with a lot uh here in Chicago was uh Evilise before she oh, yeah. before she Went to Florida, and of course uh, now she's uh, one of the mainstays for uh, Shine, for uh, Lucha Underground, and that, and especially yep. uh, Lucha Underground. I mean, hey, Phil, you know, they they put they put her in with the guys. Uh, in fact, um, if anybody remembers, uh, the main event of uh, season two was her against uh, Milwairdix,
2: and yes. she yep.
1: definitely. She definitely held her own as a as a performer there and that, which hell I don't I don't know if a lot of people really expected that out of her and that. Um I knew what she was capable and that's of. And it's a
3: shame of. that a lot of people Yeah. Yeah, people that people have the doubt in women still. Even though, you know, they're on TV proving everybody wrong week in and week out and we're in, on, the, on the indies every weekend, more and more women's shows are show, and more and more women's matches are showing up on shows, you know. You'll have a show now, back in the day, you'd have a show, not one woman's match, or if it did, it was a novelty, and now it's half the show is women's matches. And that, you know, like people, and people are still not getting on, on the bandwagon and like, we can do this, and we are doing this, and you guys just aren't noticing, but we're going to keep doing it until you do.
2: Right.
1: Right, exactly. Um, we've, uh, we've, uh, had, uh, we've had people from uh, Berwyn Championship Wrestling on, and uh, they're getting ready. They're going to do their first ever all-women's show coming up uh, shortly. This
3: Saturday. I'm, uh, it's, it's this Saturday, and it's me versus Aja Pereira on that show.
1: Yay! There we, here we go.
3: What is an intergalactic match? Because she's an extraterrestrial and I am, i thought out of space and time.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, you're part of the bomb shelter. Yes, yes.
3: Right. that be. Yeah. We, we wrestled each other before in Chicago for um, we did a, a movie premiere show. Uh, myself, Thunder Kitty uh Lucy Mendez and um God, uh, oh. one other girl. We did a we were we had parts in a movie called um, signature Moves and we filmed it in Chicago and then during the movie premiere they did a wrestling show at the premiere and I got to work with Aja on that one too. So we had a lot of fun together. I'm really looking forward to this Saturday.
1: Oh that's that's nice. That's nice. Um yeah uh Lucy is an excellent worker. She's also, and I might be a little bit prejudiced because she's also the girlfriend of a uh, longtime uh, friend of mine from uh, our days at Windy City together, uh, Chris Guy, a.k.a. A. Steel. So, you know, um Who, of course, is a uh, phenomenal worker in his own right. So yes. it's really, you know, it's it's definitely... It's definitely good, and of course, uh, and uh, she plays and she plays the heel role very, very well too. Oh, yeah. So that definitely, that definitely always, always adds. It's great to have somebody who is that adept at at being at being a good heel and that. Because um,
0: uh, and then this oh. this Sunday, Randy West will be in Decatur, Illinois, as part of Soy City. Championship or Soy City Wrestling Inception.
3: I'm in Illinois all this weekend. I have Outlaw Wrestling as well on Friday. Friday
0: night. On Friday yep, night. Friday
3: night. I'm in Illinois all this weekend. So if you're in there Illinois you and you want to see me, there's three different ways to do it this weekend. <laughs>
0: there you have it, oh, folks. So be in Lincoln, yep. Illinois. Friday night, Berwyn, Illinois, Saturday night, and Decatur, Illinois, Sunday night. And folks, uh, if you have never seen Randy West live, uh, well, first things first, if you're standing outside and you see Randy West coming towards you, she's more than likely going to try to bomb a cigarette for you, from you. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> uh, Oh, preferably you, a nine months old please.
2: <laughs>
0: but if you have never seen uh, seen uh Randy West perform, you have to see uh the baddest the toughest broad walking on the place face of the earth. Uh but don't call her what a he tough said. person. And uh <laughs> you gotta come out and see her. Um. No, and not Peoria on Saturday. She will be in Berwyn on Saturday, Lincoln, Illinois on Friday, uh, Berwyn, Illinois on Saturday, and Decatur, Illinois on Sunday for Soy City, Soy City Wrestling. Yeah. I gotta get. Used and Soy that. City,
3: Soy City right. also has uh, Cowboy Bob Wharton. So yeah. I'm. I'm not trying to drop any names, but uh, it's Cowboy Bob Wharton
0: and Tracy Smothers. Um, and everybody's gonna die. Yeah. Everybody's,
2: yeah. Mother, uh, everybody. mother sucks. everybody's gonna die. Everybody's
1: gonna die. Yeah. So yep, so you're gonna be doing quite a bit of traveling. I mean, from southern Illinois all the way up to Chicago and then uh back down uh to uh this to the uh lower Springfield area with Decatur and that. Uh so <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's actually that's a, this was actually an easy weekend to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> last, last weekend, last weekend we were in Alabama, Mississippi, and back to Indianapolis. So okay. <laughs> this is actually a nice easy weekend. I can stay in state and just hang out every day.
2: <laughs> there you go. Hey, that that
1: works. That works. So I mean, hey. The more the more time you can stay in one state and on a weekend uh, run, the better off you are. <laughs> I
3: know
0: mm-hmm. that from experience. That, now, less, uh,
3: less hours in the car.
0: You just uh, competed for uh, Heroes and Legends. Tell us a little bit about working for Heroes and Legends.
3: Uh, I've worked. I've I've worked for actually Jason Maples, the promoter of Heroes and Legends. He ran EWF. Uh, when I first started, and he was his EWF show was actually the first independent show I went to out of state, out of the state of Michigan. So mm. he was like the first taste of of anything outside of Michigan that I've ever seen, and like I really enjoyed it. And once I got trained, I started working with him, uh, you know, with the EWF in the small building, the little garage, and everything. And and uh, then he started doing Heroes and Legends, and I did the first one, I did the second one and took some time off from there and then I went back um it was 2 years ago now actually it was uh that I did Heroes and Legends and I ended up uh beating Sybil Star for the the Heroes and Women's title Heroes, uh, Heroes and Legends Women's title and then I went back the following show to wrestle the Star with the special guest referee Heather Owens and I had issued an open challenge and just as I had had Paloma Star beat. Heather Owens took off her ref shirt and hit me with her finish and pinned me and took my belt. Huh. And she has been the women's champion there ever since and I have not gotten my chance have not gotten my chance to take it back from her, but I
2: will.
0: And another promotion that you're very big with is pro wrestling uh well it's not pro wrestling USA, it's zero one pro wrestling.
2: 0 yep.
3: Zero zero one I held their title uh for quite some time. And then uh the, was it last year? I think it was about a year yeah, last year uh we did a tournament and then I ended up I ended up winning the actual uh Thunder Kitty won the inaugural belt. I beat her after that. And I come back and we had a match with Madison Rain and um uh what was her name? She's the current champion at zero one now. But she ended up uh beating beating me in a three way uh in that match and she had the belt ever since. Savannah Stone. Yeah. nothing she and she's the current zero one champion now. Uh I've I've been I've been affiliating myself lately with um American Combat Wrestling in Florida. They're a uh WWN affiliate. Um they're absolutely amazing um as uh, pro wrestling all stars here in the the Indiana area and really I, I've been trying to just go as far west as possible. I recently worked with Hood Slam, uh which was an absolutely amazing experience.
0: So we know, uh, the, we know people from Hood Slam. The Stoner yeah. Brothers, yeah. The Stoner, the Stoner Stoner
3: brothers. Stoner, like we stayed at Stoner U.
0: You know, we, we hung
3: out at Stoner U for the night. It was amazing. Like it was like the best group of people I've ever been around. Totally <laughs> looked I cannot wait to go back.
0: Brittany Wonder, no. we know her. Yeah.
3: That's who that's who I I worked with, uh at Hood Slam was Brittany Wonder. We love her. Oh
1: uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh recently Roy Sisak's made his uh debut over there as well. So
2: Yeah
1: Um hell, who's Another great guy uh we first uh ran across him when he was working for the uh old uh paragon uh pro wrestling uh promotion out of uh las vegas and that uh, but uh so so did so. Did you get did you get a contact high walking in the doors at
2: Stoner U? <laughs> oh it,
3: walking walking through the parking lot to Stoner U.
2: <laughs> and then it was
3: just like a wasting out of the doors, you know? Oh yeah. It's like, oh, welcome welcome to California, we're home. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: now, um, there's still quite a few promotions that you haven't worked for, but you're working uh, uh, for a lot of different ones. You'll be at Berwyn mm-hmm. Championship Wrestling uh, Saturday night. Uh, you'll be at Outlaw Championship Wrestling, or Outlaw Wrestling, which is run by the Hooligans on Friday night. And City Wrestling, which is making their debut this Sunday in Decatur Illinois uh, She also works for Zero One USA Supreme And that has run Decatur and all over Illinois um, There's other promotions she's worked For and if you're a promoter in Illinois Iowa mm, We'll even say K worked for
3: 3XW in Iowa For um, I did that a couple I, I worked there a few times Actually,
0: I've done a couple few shows in Iowa. There's Pro XW is a good group. There's another group, uh, Impact Pro Wrestling. Um, Mm -hmm. They do the uh, uh, what the hell is it? It's a show at the Wrestling Hall of Fame every year in July. If you've never been out there, uh, it's a great experience. Um, Try to get booked on that um, because that. I have never been out there but I have had friends that have gone out there and they said it's an experience. Um I just uh
3: I just started working for a company they just debuted this past Saturday uh here in Indiana as well. In Bloomington. It's a college city. It's a great anymore. turnout oh, yeah. they had. They had D they had D-Lo Brown on the show. I heard
0: I heard like, about that event.
3: It was yeah. phenomenal. I got to steal I got to see steal the D Lo leg drop from a match so that was pretty dope. You know, being a, being a huge D Lo fan. I was like, Oh I'm a hero. Uh, yeah. Sweet. I'm a bad guy. I'm totally stealing his leg drop while he's sitting right there watching me.
2: There
0: oh. there are promotions everywhere that could use some women's wrestling and there's more and more promotions that are adding women's wrestling to their uh cards overall and um if you'd like to add some legitimate female wrestlers to one of your cards come talk to me I have quite the list of of uh women uh Randy West is on that list. There's other names that she mentioned here tonight that are on that list. Um yeah. we have yeah, we... we have if you yes, need girls, we have
1: contacts, folks, we do have the contacts.
0: If you need girls, contact Steve Kane or myself. We can help you get girls. Um, there are promoters that have gone out there that have gotten girls on their own, and that's fine, but you're not going to get the variety of girls or the match ideas that we have so there's there's that to go with um. You know, there's they're... a couple,
3: a couple of young girls that uh, I just worked with recently. And like, I'd like to get a, get a little shout out to them for anybody. It's willing. Uh, there's girl, uh, she's out of Alabama. Her name is Taylor Ray. You know, she's only had about probably 10 matches or so but she's, she's on her way to being something special. And then also mm-hmm. Sam, uh, Sam L- Laterna, I do believe it. I worked with her last night at um, Kentucky wrestling there in Jeffersonville, Indiana, Um, and she's, she's been doing it about a year, but she's, she's, she's really good. She's another one. She was trained by Lance Storm. So, you know, she's going to be, she's going to be somebody too, I think. You know, I just want to throw that out there because they're, they're the ones that, and and of course, and of course, you know, my, my student, Alice, she's going to be totally dope. Uh, (laughs) she had her first match on October 6th. So, uh. We're getting her out back and back out into the world now of wrestling and getting her into the the ring and bookings and stuff like that too, so if you're interested by all means, please give them give all them girls a shout because they'll come yeah. in and they'll give you a hundred and thirty percent you know because they're so hungry and they're they're young and they're hungry and they're ready to go
1: that's that's awesome that's awesome, yeah because um you know uh Sean and myself are really big proponents of Women's wrestling. I mean, you know, I don't know if we would ever get to the stage where we could do an all female card. You know, I'd love to, I'd love to sometime, uh, Sean, if we could manage to pull it off. But, uh, you know, we get some, we get some definitely some really top notch uh, women on ours and that. And, um, you know, this is, and this is the thing, guys, you know, it's 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 2018 now women are not a sideshow attraction anymore guys think about this sunday night there's going to be a pay-per-view that is going to be all women not a single man on the card
3: so insane so
1: think so think about it folks y'all it's it's how ha- it's happened. It's happened. The you know, it's not an evolution. It's a revolution, and it's and it's and it's come and it's going on all cylinders. So you know, it's you one can, of those things either, that
3: when I yeah, it's one of those things when I started. Like never ever did I think that like uh, and it, back when I started, it was like myself and Lucisto and Mickey. And we were all wrestling dudes because there was no other women <laughs> and Haley hatred. And then like, and then slowly trickling yeah. some of the other girls. So, so to be able to go from us wrestling, just men because there was no other girls and, 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 and then being sideshows to actually having a whole show that we have, that they have to carry and they have to make good. And, you know, like it's it's just absolutely amazing. And it took 16 years of me being in this business to see it, but even though I didn't think it would happen, I always I always thought it would. And it finally finally happening, it's like one of those things where it's like it's about damn time, dude. I'm waiting forever.
1: Right, exactly. You know, I mean you know, and there and there are, you know, unfortunately the you know, some of the some of the true pioneers of our of our industry that are uh, long gone that would have loved to have seen this happen i mean you know they've got they've got to be they've got to be looking down and going yes finally
2: so oh for sure like and yeah. you know, the only
3: thing that can make the women's evolution better for me is if they brought reggie bennett to do it i would i would oh lose my, my shit gosh. she's like she's my favorite female wrestler ever if they brought her in, I would lose my shit. I I could die the day after a happy woman.
1: Oh my gosh, now that's that's funny that you mentioned Reggie Bennett. I was I was a huge Reggie Bennett fan. I loved that girl with you know with like the last breath of my being. Every time every time oh LPWA was on and she was and she was on, I'm like oh yeah. Well, I mean, and I, yes, I mean, look, she was that
3: bigger girl that was, she's was that bigger girl that was still doing all the dope shit. Like it didn't matter yeah. what size she was. She's was, like it was so like I watched her and I think it was the uh, it was she was over in Japan and the the uh the her opponent ran up the ropes to do some flippity doo doo thing and Reggie went right behind her and get oh my god it was so sick like this is the yeah. greatest thing I've ever seen. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, she's
1: it, one of my one a, of my favorites. It, oh yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, Reggie Bennett was, uh, you know, was, was an absolute amazing talent, and you know, and and that's and that's saying something because L P W A was a really loaded company. I mean, if if Wally mm-hmm. Carbo, if Wally Carbo would have had better business sense. He could have he, he could've had really high a lot Right.
3: I mean like I the, mean... The, their roster was this it was crazy.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. Um, Cheryl Cheryl Russa who was uh lightning in uh in uh, glow. Uh she was she mm-hmm. was in this ro- in that roster as well. And uh in fact she's actually <laughs> a, a a good friend of ours has been on the show several times. And that, Um, yeah. And it's and it's it is it it was it was a really top notch roster that, uh, like I say, you know, I mean, you know, Wally in partnership with Vern Gagne was good, even though Vern, 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 you know, the AWA died because Vern wouldn't keep with the times, but if but if Wally, if Wally would have had better business sense, then you know he might he might have really had the had LPWA going somewhere. It would have you know yeah. I think I think it would I think it would have taken off and had a had an extended run. Myself.
3: And it's a shame that it didn't because it was like, it it was a, a great product for for the time that it was you know and it would have just got better
1: yeah absolutely absolutely i mean yeah you know, they had a they had a they had a perfect um oh a perfect building to to run in they had a they had a great crowd that uh really supported them yeah you know, and it's i mean it's a you know, but unfortunately it was just a concept and that that uh oh um
3: it came came to roughly, and people weren't ready
1: Right, right, exactly. There you go. You, you just, you just nailed it right there, Randy. People, people weren't ready for it yet, it, uh, I mean, you know, if I, I think, I think if, I think if people sit now, and were to, and were to watch those videos and that, and see what, uh, what, what these girls were doing, they would be just absolutely like. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is where it all came from.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, you know,
1: and I mean, you know, and then there are those who who not knock, who knock glow. Oh, uh, and, yeah. you know, yeah, they, I mean, you know, the Glow Girls themselves even admit that, you know, a lot of what was done was very campy in that. But, you know, they carried a TV show for four seasons and were one of the top programs in syndication. And now that second, and now that second generation, which um, David McLean has started with uh, Jeannie Bus, called, wow, just uh, they're getting ready um, to have their uh, first television taping in uh, Los Angeles this coming weekend for, um, well, oh, actually, they had it last weekend for uh, their um, Access TV show, which will be uh, premiering at uh, the beginning of the year, and that. So, you know, women women as the main attraction. You know, and, I, and I don't use it in that type of sense. I'm I'm talking about as you know, as performers, as athletes. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's finally it's finally come around. And you know, I I mean, you know, I couldn't I couldn't be happier. In my days at Windy City they always you know, when we did Battle of the Belts, I was always assigned the women's title match. That was that was always a given and that. And you know, I got to I got to I got to work with some uh, great talent in that time, like uh, Candy Divine who I became real good friends with from that. Now know, now to sit there and think that there are entire cards that are just dedicated to all women, uh, rise out here. Um, shimmer yeah, and shine. Shimmer,
3: shimmer just, had their, yeah, just had their show this past weekend.
1: Right. It was,
3: right. It was shimmer, rise.
1: No, it was, it was, uh, it was shimmer. They did, they did another, uh, another taping session this past weekend. Uh, I think, uh, I think Rise ran uh, ran the week before, and of yeah. course, Rise has got. I mean, Rise has got their own uh, little uh, connection going because, of course, now they're they're aligned with uh, Impact Wrestling and that. So mm-hmm. it's uh, so it's really okay. really a, Kevin Kevin yeah.
3: Harvey is he's, he's very very uh, intelligent and business savvy man, you know so. The like he there the rise there was it was just a matter of time before it was going to be good. Like when yeah. I, I met him in Chicago when we did the um the uh the show for the the movie premiere, and it you could just just the way everything went smoothly because he was he had the the whole back you know so like everything ran smoothly boom 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 it was like you just knew like yeah this is gonna rise is gonna be good.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh they've and that and that is a group that's got some real real talent in there. Um I mean, well, they did have Chelsea Green, but uh of course now Chelsea Green is uh signed WWE. Um mm. they've they've got they've got our uh, friend uh Kikio from uh over in uh Washington,
0: uh, Yeah, Kylie
1: Ray, who is uh, very well known to uh, to Chicago fans and
3: mm-hmm.
1: actually could uh, be at the was,
3: Berlin show as well.
1: Right, right. Um, yeah, she yeah um, she had she had was and unfortunately suffered a broken collarbone when uh, she when she made her first trip over to Japan. So unfortunately, it was a short that was a short lived one. So. I'm hoping that uh, the opportunity presents itself to where she can go back again because um, that's another oh, that's another place where they've got some really top uh, women's wrestling. I mean, if anybody
2: has not, if anybody has not seen
1: Stardom, find find Stardom videos on YouTube because. They Oh jeez, Sean Sean and his fan there. Um uh, but uh but uh start.
3: Are you start microwaving something, has. Sean? <laughs>
1: his 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 fan, his computer fan is like uh is like a uh old refrigerator. It
2: uh
1: <laughs> it, it 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 kicks up every so often and that.
2: Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like
2: but uh
1: yeah. <laughs> but uh but stard but stardom has some has some great international talent. Um not mm-hmm. just not just uh the Japanese women but uh they've got some they've got some international stars uh like um uh, B Priestley and Chardonnay from uh from the UK, and uh, a lot of people might know Bea Priestley because she is the uh, boyfriend of uh, Will Osprey, who, of course, is a uh, legendary talent and gets picked on all the time by Jim Cornette. So, <laughs> <clears throat> hey. In figure, all
3: fairness, think, Jim Cornette picks on everybody.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think Jim Cornette has seen a wrestling match in the last 20 years that he's actually liked.
3: (laughs) Well, when you have a certain type, you have a certain type, and he's not going to budge.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, boy, that that type sometimes, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, remember. Remember, this is a man that would – Go to Dairy Queen and threaten somebody through the drive-through window. So, yeah. Well, he wanted a slushy. Uh, <laughs> <didn't
2: see> <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, my gosh.
0: Knowing Jim Cornette, he wanted a double cheeseburger, extra cheese.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's a man with good food taste, then.
0: Yes. Yep. Uh, Gotta hey. have
3: those three three slices of cheese on there, not just two
2: yep <laughs> uh,
1: hey, I, look at, I look i look at i look at it this way it's his it's his cholesterol numbers, not mine <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh
0: better him than us uh, um yeah you exactly. know, but uh we did celebrate n w a seventy jazz did defeat. Penelope Ford and it looks like the NWA world women's title is on the rise again. We will see if Jazz could take on the toughest broad on the planet. There's a I'm, match.
3: I'm just saying it's on my list. It's on the bucket list <laughs> yeah. and I've been, I, I've, been, I, I've been told I've been told by very credible sources that I'm pretty tough. And that people that they haven't seen a a woman as tough as as i am since jazz, so I'd like to get in the ring and kind of see you know how tough I really am compared to her she's, she's well, i'll tell you what
1: i i i've i've, I've, I've worked i've worked with her randy she's uh she's a great she's a great gal and yes she is she is legitimately tough no no two no two ways about it in that I mean you know to she fight, she can hold her own but uh, she is an excellent performer always always has been um, I mean I was a fan from her days in ECW and then when uh, I mm-hmm. actually got the uh, privilege of being able to work with her and and her husband Rodney Mack that was just like yo amazing it was it was great it was great so all yeah, right she's, she's uh,
3: definitely on my bucket list That's for sure. So anybody listening, I'm down.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, hey, the NWA seems to be on the rise again. There's a a lot of promotions that are uh, picking up the uh, NWA banner. So uh, maybe somewhere along the line we can get this put together. And that um so sean we're into the top of the hour you got have you got something uh queued up so that we can all uh take a break here and randy can maybe oh grab herself something to drink or uh smoke or whatever
3: yeah oh i was doing that while we we're on that's cool oh okay.
2: <laughs> okay well
1: you could you could also you could also make another trip uh while we're on break, and also, you know, at the same time, you can refresh your call as well. Um, so, so, Sean, why don't you go ahead and get that ready, and uh, we'll uh, we'll take we'll take a, a slight break. Uh, don't go away because we will be back uh, shortly with uh, more of Randy West. You are listening to Wrestling Authority Radio on the Evolution Radio Network. <laughs>
2: This is the car. This is the one. I saw it on the Lexus of Calgary website. It was car of the week.
0: It's beautiful. I gotta have it. Wow, this is really sweet. Dad, it's even got the Mark Levinson sound system in there. Blind spot monitors and is a one owner car with no accidents. Matter of fact, 85% of our pre-owned vehicles are accident free one owner cars that have been bought and serviced here. Awesome. Where did your dad go?
2: I think I found one too. And that
1: is a legitimate commercial for uh, Lexus of Calgary featuring Brett the Hitman, Hart, and his son. So, and apparently, that, uh, just, that just came out. And uh, our good friend. Uh, crazy Mary Baxter, and you
3: listen to Graveyard Radio Network.
1: okay and uh somehow an old bumper flipped in there somewhere um but uh anyway uh um props to our uh, good friend uh the world's most dangerous announcer Gary Michael Capetta who uh was the one that uh found and uh put that uh commercial out there and so that's how we found it to uh play tonight
2: yay so- no. <laughs> All right. I met
3: Bret Hart. He's a very lovely man.
2: Oh, wow. Actually, uh, you...
3: at the the Heroes and Legends show is uh, um, the, the second one that they did. It was uh, myself and Schwartz tagged against Congo Kong and Awesome Kong.
0: And uh, oh. Bret Hart was there
3: sign, signing autographs and stuff. A very, very nice man. I know oh, a lot go. of people don't agree, but he was very nice to me.
0: Well, yeah. that, that's all you can say is what it is based on your experience with him.
3: Yeah. Right. I had not met one issue with him. Um, Hexaw uh, Jim Duggan another one that I, I met through uh, uh, Jason Maples through his promotions, and he's another one that's just, like, amazing, beautiful man. Love him to death.
1: Isn't he great? I love I love Jim. I've I've worked with uh, Jim quite a bit over the years, um, and so and so funny because uh, he'll because you know of course you know in the in the locker room all the all the guys want to hear his stories and he sits there he goes no 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 I want to hear I want to hear the young guys tell tell stories yeah and that you know he loves yeah he wants he to hear it. our he loves,
3: experiences
1: yeah exactly that's what's so cool and that oh you know, that's how I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, that's one of those nice things. I mean, I've been very fortunate uh, throughout my years in the industry to be able to work with and get to be friends with a lot of great people and that, and yeah. it's, you know, and it, and it's, and it's really, and it's really super. You know, um, you know, let's, let's kind of, let's kind of, uh, you know, kind of maybe slightly switch gears up, uh, without completely switching them up. And let's talk about the rise of, uh, of the independent wrestling scene. Uh, because, you know, in the, in the last, you know, for several years, um, independent shows, uh, the numbers were, were down in that. Uh, but thanks to, thanks to a little something called all in, um, every everybody you know is now suddenly back on that uh independent bandwagon again and of course you know yeah there was a there was a great uh um four way uh, women's match in in that on that event mm-hmm. and of course uh, and of course Brandy Rhodes being involved in uh in the match with Cody she was also involved in the match with uh Flip Gordon and uh um bringing and then when the, and they brought and they brought back the uh uh Black machismo character and that um but oh, I uh, love
3: you, man. yeah
1: yeah oh i mean that's that's a that's a that's a that's a that is a great that's a great character i love i've i've loved that throughout the years whenever jay did did that so you know I mean, a little bit different uh, now that he's bald, as opposed to that uh,
2: big African mm-hmm. he when, uh, when he originated. Yeah. Sean's
1: yeah, vacuum yeah. cleaner was running again. Um, <laughs> are the are the are the cookies done,
3: Sean? <laughs> no.
2: Cookies are done. Yes.
3: I think I think that the the independence as a whole, uh, as far as far as blowing up, really the uh, social media itself, the beginning of social media, the 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 ability to share your videos with everybody, other than just tape trading, or, or word of mouth, or seeing a flyer hanging in a window to be able to see a show, and now people can just sign in on their phones or on their laptops or. Their tablets and find out where the local show is and follow their their favorite wrestlers or their you know follow the ones that they can't stand and it, like it, I I think the indie started to blow up when social media happened you know just for simply because it was more it was more open to everybody outside of the small group of people that were coming to the shows because it was in, in indie wrestling it, in in 2002 was underground, you know. There wasn't it, people I I had no idea that independent wrestling even existed in 2000. No idea. And you know, I was 19 years old, 18 years old. And so for I think that the invention of social media and the the fact that we do uh, us as as a a, a nation and uh, you know, we can't we don't do anything without our devices in our hands. And being able to have it at, at the tip of our finger and, and access it whenever we want to is really, really done, done the, the independent wrestling scene a huge, huge favor as far as being seen and, and, and making it the thing it is. And then you have the workers in the indies that are, are just blowing people's minds with the athleticism and and in the the crazy abilities in uh, that they they have in the ring and to be able mm-hmm. to you know suspend their their imaginations their their illusion just for that few minutes that they're in the ring to make them think that they're a superhero or make them think that they're a supervillain or, or machismo for that matter uh, uh that that social media and then all in they they took that and they're like all right I'm going to use the shit out of this social media and blow this fucking thing up. And that's exactly what they did. But I think it started at the inception of social media and it's just kind of worked its way up to that uh, breaking point where it finally exploded once all in happened.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you, and you look at, and you look at how, uh, um, how quickly it sold out and um, how great a response that they had, that people had to this thing
2: was. I was people,
3: people were ready. People were ready to blow their loads at, for Joey Janela's yeah. spring break. You know, like they were, they were right there. And then all in happened and it was like, boom, everything came flooding out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, I mean, yo. Um Joey Janelle is the reason right now that uh there's a that there's a uh young fellow by the name of uh, Marco Stunt that is you know has become a big deal and that I because, made him hear. Uh, because uh he was because you know he he showed out on uh somewhere in New york and because of that um Cody in the book said hey you know we gotta bring we gotta bring this kid in, and so they uh, brought him in and put him in the uh, over the budget battle royal. And hell, I mean he he made a he definitely made a big hit with the, with the crowd in the crowd in this area, and that.
3: Yeah, Mar- Mar- uh, Marco's Marco's fun. I made his uh, I made his wrestling tights for him. I make gear and I made his wrestling tights for him, and they're so cute because. They fit into a standard sandwich bag, sandwich Ziploc baggie. Oh
2: my gosh! That's how small
3: they are. Like most oh. most things, I have to put in like the freezer bag. His was a sandwich baggie.
2: <laughs> oh my! It was gosh. awesome. Oh, I love Folded up, nice it. and neatly
3: in a square, fit perfectly into a sandwich baggie. Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> that is. That is absolutely hilarious. I love yeah. that. I love that. Holy cow. <laughs>
3: it said the pipe oh, said Mr., Mr. Fun Size on the back of them, and it, they were actually literally fun size enough to put in a little baggie.
1: Ah, boy, there you go. There you go. Oh, man. That's funny. You one of those guys
3: that you just want to stick in your purse and carry you around with you? Oh wow.
0: I love
3: Marco Stunt. I love Marco Stunt.
0: All right, Uh, well we're gonna play this now because you probably have heard of some promoters like this. Or work for some of them.
1: Tax Rebund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. starring pictures of former WWE Impact and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be a homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, mommy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you.
3: <laughs> How'd you get how did you get access to my voicemail, dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: That's a response to that. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh my
2: gosh.
0: Well, we I have love one. It. Yeah. We have one more for you because yes, tax refund wrestling is a thing, and it will be coming around again. Oh, so much per- a thing. Uh,
3: birthday money wrestling is also a thing.
0: We have this one. Oh
1: wow. Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. We got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other championship wrestlers. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps at our weekly shows behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for a dollar fifty. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions—Monday nights, Wednesdays right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Cooper Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing ya. Y'all come down now here. <laughs>
2: Oh, you're saying
3: I can get a T-bone steak for a dollar fifty?
2: Well, at least down in Mayberry, you can. <laughs>
0: That's just homegrown. I'm in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, that unfortunately is the case, and you're right. There is birthday money wrestling tax refund I literally
3: worked for three of those 30 promotions he named in that commercial. <laughs>
0: uh, and there is the the newest one that we have to come up with is inheritance money wrestling. Oh, that's well, a I good like,
1: one. I like I like I like birthday money wrestling.
3: I'm going to I'm going
1: to I'm
2: gonna have to come up with something for that one. Maybe uh,
3: that's and when you get, the when you
1: get birthday. birthday money from
2: your mama. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. Me. Okay. Okay. How'd you you're, you're giving, my booking? You're giving me some. You're giving me some great ideas. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> I have to, so So now I have to do an edit and
1: repeat on the uh, riff to the Beatles' birthday. And uh, and throw and throw some and throw some stuff on there in that and uh, they're sitting
3: they're sitting somewhere sitting somewhere in their mama's basement and they pull up on PowerPoint their fucking (laughs) (laughs) their display of of their their dream show
2: and they're like oh man I can't
3: wait till Granny gives me that birthday money so I can put on this show and not pay anybody.
2: Oh,
0: my gosh. There was a meme going around Facebook today of Leo Rush, and it said... Oh, uh, the
3: promoter one? Yeah, that was good. It,
0: yes. <laughs>
3: yeah, it chuckled me.
0: Uh, Leo Rush... She, the, promoter, the only
3: thing wrong with that picture, though, is you ain't never going to see a promoter that up close. He's going to be gone way <laughs> right before you realize you
0: ain't paid. <laughs> Promoter, unpaid talent after show. The promoter is Leo Rush. The unpaid talent after the show is Finn Balor. And he is running around the ring getting chased by Finn Balor. And, Randy, you I were did. right. Never see the promoter that up close if he's not going to pay you.
3: <laughs> I did a show years ago. It was a um, Toys for Tots benefit, and it had, uh, had like, Rhino on it and Sabu. And, like, uh, um, God, it had so many... <laughs> So many people, it was ridiculous. And uh, 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 the promoter, it was it was huge. Like, there was easily 600 people at this show, $25 a ticket for, for general admission alone. Everybody's show's going on. Toys for Tots guys are getting ready to go in to do their speech and thank and accept their, their money and shit. And can't find the promoter anywhere.
2: Uh-oh. Oh, Yeah, geez. he left.
3: He left oh, and took God. all the money with him. Oh. Left the toys, though. Good guy. Wow. God, I wish, I could, probably,
0: remember. Probably I, wish didn't, I
1: could
3: remember his name.
1: Probably didn't, have, probably didn't have a big enough vehicle to put the toys in, otherwise, he would have.
3: Yeah. God, I can't remember his name. I wish I could remember his name. And he's an author that happened in uh, Taylor, Michigan. It was years ago. Wow. That's like I can't remember my name half the time, but I remember crazy shit like that about a promoter, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I, I think I
1: think we all remember our uh, our bad promoters. Yeah. Well,
0: they're they're easily some of the best ones that you'll uh, ever work for because they're the greatest conmans. Well, we have-, didn't have it tonight. We'll have it next time but that doesn't help gas in my tank tonight. Well, we'll make you a big star. And then they inflate your ego and they don't pay you. I mean... Yeah, a lot of
3: people people like to uh, follow follow or or drink the Kool-Aid or however you want to put it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, and you can't have... I mean, there are people out there that believe... Uh, or have believed in the past and still believe to this day that if you're going to run a wrestling show, you don't pay your talent. And I'm like, then how yeah. the hell is wait, wait, what? Like, where do I sign up for this? Because I must be doing it wrong. If I can run and not have to pay my talent, like, that's not the way it, it works. That's not. That's not how any of this works.
3: But those are also the same people that don't want to put in any of the energy to do any kind of uh, you know uh, like street you don't see street teams anymore like people going out and just passing out flyers wherever and anywhere they can to get that like they don't want to do that anymore they're just going to post it on on their Facebook once and then no one's going to show up to the show
0: Yep.
3: and then they're going to be like oh well why didn't you guys advertise more people showed up and I could have paid you no, it's not supposed to be that if you're running a show, you should have the money,
2: that's
0: you should have money to pay the people
2: exactly
3: if you don't if you if people don't show up to watch it, that's your loss, not mine. I came right. here I did my job
0: that's just it.
3: I did what I was supposed to do now you do what you're supposed to do and hand me my money
0: right, and believe me, I've worked with uh Randy West over the years, and you don't want you don't want to be one of the people that messes with her money. She doesn't like that too much.
3: Two things. Two things you don't mess with. My emotions and my money.
0: <laughs> uh, I um, feel very,
3: strong, very strongly about both.
0: Yeah. Um, we have seen so much out of you uh, over the years. When I first met you, it must have been oh, Jesus. 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. The, the years all kind of blend together because I've taken one too many chair shots to the head and mm-hmm. the years kind of okay. get a little fuzzy. They get a little fuzzy sometimes. You can I still get
3: people that come up to me like, oh, we had that match. You remember we did that dope finish? I'm like, yeah, dude, sure. <laughs> I don't remember
0: <understand>. shit.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: uh, it's just one of those, but, like, it's not that I, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just, man, I, uh, I have a lot of matches and I get hit a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I can't remember there how many concussions go. I have, have had, you know?
0: Well, and uh, that, that's just it. I don't know that I've ever been concussed, but I've taken some pretty severe chair shots over the years. And <laughs> um, some of those were self-inflicted. And I look back at that and I'm like, you that why did you self-inflate yourself a chair shot? Because at the time, it was getting me over. Well, at the, <laughs> and now you go back and look at it in hindsight, and it's like, you dumbass. Like, no wonder why you have memory issues. Yeah. I think
3: I'm on, I think I'm on, I yeah. think I've had nine. Nine, well, now it's nine because of recent uh, match, but nine in sixteen years. I were nine concussions in sixteen years that I've actually went and checked on, so Ouch. It's not a <laughs> it's not uncommon for me to forget a match or two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Uh that's uh that's unfortunately the nature of the beast though. I mean it, yeah we've seen some of the most Halacious stuff go on in a pro wrestling ring (laughs) and you have to take into consideration. These people are putting their body on the line. So, I mean, concussions and stuff like that are going to happen. And that's just the way it is. You can get concussed. Your body can be get beat up, broken bones, blood everywhere, you know, there's wrestlers that have even had, you know, eyeballs pulled out of their sockets and all of that in the days. So
3: like Mar- Maria Manick said it uh, best. She said it recently in the um, Femme um uh, <clears throat> documentary, they did about death becomes her show. Uh, she said, you know, people ask her how she can go out and wrestle and get hit with light tubes. Isn't she, isn't she scared that she might die? And she said, uh, I could walk out of my house and get hit by a car and die right it' every- everything in life is dangerous. you just gotta choose you know how you wanna live your life instead of hiding you know so like right we all we all choose to be wrestlers, we all choose like we know we know what what the consequences are and what could happen so and we still make that choice because we love we love what we do and we love entertaining people
0: right well, and that's just it you know, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't want to be doing exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no
3: one's holding the gun to my head to do it. No. I mean, I haven't done that match yet, so.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's let's hope no promoter ever gets that kind of a mm, brilliant idea.
3: Oh, Randy was Nick Cage in a gun to the head match?
0: <laughs> well, if you didn't even
3: have to hold the gun to my head, I would have done it anyways.
0: As long as it's a squirt gun.
3: Right. Just fucking paint guns, paintball guns.
0: Ugh. Oh, that would hurt. It hurts
3: so bad.
2: Oh, <laughs> it hurts yeah. so
3: bad. Woo. <laughs> kind of cold outside, guys.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, getting there. It's uh, definitely if fall is in the air, and before we know it, it'll be uh, white stuff everywhere, and then traveling on the roads Shut will be fun. Sure,
1: to- although although I, they're saying I, that this year should be warmer and drier up here than it was last year. So I
3: have I have uh, well, Schwartz Schwartz has tried to plan out our November, December, January to be south wrestling in the south so i don't have to be too far in the snow so god bless him for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't be
3: south can, for our shows
0: well, you we have can't a couple up fat. north uh-oh those a couple in fun. wisconsin
3: coming up in november oh. so but those will be fun because it's a it's at a casino and they're always—it's always really fun shows when the they're at the casinos and the people are drunk and <laughs> having a good time.
0: Well, you can't beat that—they're drunk and Mm-mm. gambling and have lots of money. Yes, yeah. You could do—you could do like Rain used to do and come out and beg people for money.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm not kidding you. I when I I lost everything
3: at the at the swag check table. Somebody help me
2: out.
0: (laughs) Rain used to come out. She'd be like, "All right, who's going to hand me the money?" She'd walk around the ring and collect as much money as she could. Uh Uh, It was it was. The The only time
3: I collect money. The only time I collect money is when there's a (laughs) stable gun involved in the match.
0: Oh, this, this, w- no staple gun involved. She'd just come a- around oh. the, and she'd be like, who's going to give me money? And she'd get 20s and 10s and 5s and 1s and. Good lord. Anything for it. And she'd walk out of there. Yeah,
3: people and- people only give me money, so I'm going to staple it to somebody.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
3: Homeless home Jimmy. Homeless Jimmy should <laughs> try <laughs> to do that, though. <laughs>
0: because man she she told me once she's like I just walked out of here with an extra payday I'm like yeah I'm sure <laughs> <you did."> <laughs> <laughs> like with all the money you made off of everybody in the crowd <clears throat> and on top of what they're paying you to come in I'm sure you didn't make an extra payday and that's how you do yeah. it she's like well I don't really need to make a lot off merch if I'm doing this <laughs> I said, I
3: just I I depend on my merch. We got our our merch game's pretty strong. We have uh yeah. we have our our own line of energy drinks. Uh we have a comic book. We have a young adult novel, a uh, science fiction novel coming out soon. So, uh you know, we 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 just we just try to make the the t-shirts and the goggles and everything that we sell. We just try to make our fans happy by giving them the merch, you know. That yeah, makes us happy when we leave. Yes.
0: Yeah. Cause it's more money in your pocket which is why I wish Katie were here where we had her recorded saying buy their merch
2: yeah buy their merch
0: buy their merch <laughs>
3: <laughs> buy their merch I've got lots yeah. of merch yeah. buy my yes. merch
0: buy her merch <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the energy drinks are the coolest thing you know that like to have to have your own energy drink. that's pretty like I'm pretty uh, that's pretty stoked on that one, you know?
0: The comic book who, was cool, but was to have your face I, on it then you drink. Who was it that I saw? I think it was Barrington Hughes. I think Barrington Hughes or somebody that I like somebody that we know okay. to eat a chocolate box.
2: Okay.
0: Has literally, oh, like their, um, like yeah, their own brain Yeah.
1: Their own brand. I, I I can't remember I can't remember who it is, but
0: You've seen it, and I've seen it, too, because I said something about it the other day, and I was like, that is, like, the most genius idea out there. I was like, let me get my company logo on some chocolate bars and be able to hand those bastards out with free tickets wrapped inside of them. Are you golden yeah. chicken
3: and ideas? I've got a golden <laughs>
2: ticket.
0: So I've got a golden ticket. Uh well, it would, be, you know, it would be a smart idea. A chocolate bar, you know, as long as, as long as, um, they would sell, and I think they would, you know, especially if you make yours less than what the concession stands are. Oh, they would be paid.
3: Like we even when we for our energy drinks, like we made sure it was it was okay that we sold them. But we took we have a mini fridge that we take with us. And right. like we we sold we sold out with like maybe a, two 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 weekends, so maybe wow. within six shows. Wow. Like it, it's insane, and it's not it's it's comparative to the you know if you go to a store and get a Red Bull.
0: Right. But it's
3: not it's not the same taste. Well, wow. I I think they taste like a sweet tart. They taste delicious to me.
0: <laughs> but
3: as, as, as far as price wise.
0: Well, you know, and it's, a,
3: it's comparable to any other energy
0: drink that that's you get. What you have to do because, um, unfortunately, and you don't
3: see.
0: It used to be a energy drinks
3: at confession stands.
0: Well, and there's a reason behind that because it used to be that I could, I as a wrestling promoter, could go to my local Budweiser distributor and say, "I want Monster, I want Juicy Juice, and I want Bud." To be my sponsors, and I need banners for all of that and promotion Mm -hmm. permission for all of that. And you'd get Monster, and I could have gotten Juicy Juice for the kids. Didn't think about it at the time because we were just starting off, but we went with the Monster and we went with the Budweiser for our after parties. The venue couldn't serve beer, but we could serve the Monster. So I picked up two cases of Monster. And we sold those at the event for like three fifty a can, and people still bought them. Wrestlers still bought them. Yeah. I had one wrestler that came in there, and uh, Steve, you remember the way the kitchen was set up in Ashton where you could go in, and that one fridge was like right there?
2: Oh yeah,
1: I remember that.
0: Well, we had one wrestler that walked into that fridge and pulled out a monster and thought he was going to get it for free. And I looked at him, and I was like, look, I'm paying good money for those monsters. If you want one, you can pay me your, some of your payday for it. Like, I've got change, but you're not going to walk out of here with one of my monsters for free. Like, that ain't going to happen. Because what I do, obviously, this was uh, right when we started so it would have been 2009, would have been nine years ago. Um, we ran September, October, and November, so I just saved the monster from one month to the next and buy more as I needed it. Um, because it, you know, Monster, like, if if you're running like that, Monster's got a long shelf life. So you don't have to worry about it. You can replenish what you don't sell uh, fully and get another case and do it that way. And I did the low carb and the regular Monster, but Coca-Cola took over and Coca-Cola is a pain in the ass to try to deal with. They don't, I don't know what happened with, like, Coke and Pepsi supporting events. It used to be a thing, but now it's gotten hard for them to do that. So the only thing that we know to do is to go to our local beer distributor and see what we can get from them. Um, And we've said this before on this show and the Tuesday night show about this. If promoters are not doing that, they'll give you banners to put around town and at the Building and wherever else you Need them you know All you got to do is get out there and, and go talk to them or send Them an email or pick up the phone And call them and get the deal Done Because um, I've always had that For every one of my events Always had the banners and everything um, It's important Because um, yes it is 2018 And Facebook is great But you have to do more than that. And some people say that TV is is no longer a good form of media to do it. But I'm here to tell you that TV still works. Um, You've got people that are watching Raw and SmackDown every week. And that is what they call your casual fan. So if you want people that are watching Raw and SmackDown in your area to come out and support your show, then you need to be advertising on Raw and SmackDown. Otherwise, they're not going to
3: come
0: go. So, I mean, that's it's as simple as that. Radio can work, but radio is pricey. Um, they will work with you, but it's not like it was back in the day. You didn't have to pay for airtime for interviews and, and shit like that. Now, any airtime that they give you, you pretty much have to pay for. So... It just becomes a major pain in the ass and I've been down that road and no, it's, it's you know, you can put money into radio advertising a little bit but not, don't count your horses on that as some people do because um, it's not one of those things that is going to give you the biggest bang for your buck unless you know that the radio station that you're, advertising on has got you know a local reach of we'll say a hundred thousand and you can expect you know 10 percent of that to show up which would be like a hundred people so you know if you can do something like that then you can make it worth it as long as the prices of the radio ads aren't so astronomically expensive that you can't afford it um promoters there are a lot of promoters out there that know how to do it right there are promoters out there that don't know how to do it right and the promoters out there there are even promoters out there that don't do it right that still draw and make money there's a couple of these running around illinois we don't understand it um and there's promoters out there in illinois and all over the u.s that are really not making money but still trucking along and we have an old saying around here Randy if you're not drawing at least 200 people you might as well quit because two, right. 200 people at $10 a pop that's $2,000 you're probably going to spend more than that for a good show but uh, that's why the magic number to us is always 350 and we believe if you're drawing three three fifty, anywhere above that is gravy um, because as a promoter, as promoters ourselves, we know the cost that in, is entailed to pr- put on a good event. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. if you're a promoter that has your own ring, then you don't have the cost of ring rental, but you still have all the other expenses that go into making an event possible. Um, there's the cost the of the production,
3: bill. the set, the, you know,
0: everything, right. you know,
3: the guardrails, the lighting,
0: have everything. And that's, go.
3: That's, that's the thing, like, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of promotions and promoters or promotions itself that like they have really really talented people and no one's seeing the shows because they don't have the production and the 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 visual uh, uh aesthetic to bring people in as well as as far as the video and stuff like that you see like these really good matches and it's in this shitbird fucking building with a ring that that the tape's hanging off the ropes and and there's holes in the mat, you know, and it's like, uh,
2: well, like, oh god, Sean,
1: tell her tell her about uh, about you know who's ring.
0: Uh, we had a ring <laughs> that uh, I worked with. It was one of the first shows that I worked for with this promoter, and it was wooden frame ring. And I got there and I found out, I was like, okay. And I'm like, well, we'll see how this does. So I tell the promoter, I'm like, get in here and bump. (laughs) So he gets in there and bumps and everything's okay. Well, they decide overnight that they're going to restructure the ring (laughs) and try to make it better. And we come back the next day and a guy by the name of J.T. Simmons ran the ropes. And uh, J.T. is about 160 pounds soaking wet and he broke the bottom cable. (laughs) So that was my first indication that we were were in for a bumpy ride. The second indication is when... (laughs) Uh, they did a spine buster during a match, and one whole side of the frame of the ring completely split. It was it was just gone, like completely snapped in half. It's like oh, this is great. Bob Orton was on the card. There were a couple other notable people. Jamie Dundee was there, um, and so we get that they get that fixed their idea of fixing that is to put center blocks underneath the the break in the ring and mm. they on with the rest of the show and the rope snaps on Bob Orton during uh-huh. his match. so I'm like well this is like this has got to be the worst ring that I've ever seen I've ever witnessed and uh to my dismay he brought that ring back for another show the following weekend in another town and they said that they fixed it uh I don't know if it was, with withstood or not because I didn't stay for that show uh I got into it with his sister who was the financial backer who was nothing more than a money mark and didn't know her slave and mm-hmm. I was kind enough to tell her what her place was and she didn't like that very much, so I got fired. Um, But at the time, I didn't care. I was 14 and had a mouth and really didn't give two Um, shits. You know, I was 14 or 15 or maybe even 16 at the time. I didn't care. I didn't care. I was like, you know, I'm going to prove a point. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Let it be. She needs to let it be, and we'll be done here. And um, it was fine, but um, that's not the worst. That's not one of the worst rings I've seen. Uh, there was a ring that a promoter here in Illinois had, where he used bubble wrap as his padding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I- <laughs> How fun!
3: How much fun would it be to bump? And (laughs) just here pop, 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 pop when you bump.
2: (laughs) And and
1: and and the corner of this ring (laughs) was held together with a vice grip. I kid you not. I kid you not. The. in fact in fact uh the match is actually on video. Now,
2: yeah.
1: now maybe Sean, maybe you, Sean, maybe you can uh uh PM Randy a uh, copy of that match. I don't want to say anything further about it because I don't want to <laughs> give this goof any more publicity. He
3: doesn't deserve I did, it. I did a show I did a show one time that the ring didn't even show up. And they just took some, uh, took like the guardrails and made a ring and some blue mats. And we wrestled on the blue mats and put on a show. Wow.
2: Uh, yeah. I oh, tell you, uh,
3: uh, what's his name? Um, what was his name? Uh, Sterling James Keenan was on that show wrestling. More wow. Little uh, throwback to uh, Corey Graves.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, we have talked about some fun stuff tonight. We're going to now talk about some of the funnier stuff in our next 12 minutes. And we'll go into a little bit of overtime here tonight. Um, what has been the nastiest ring that you've ever worked in? Like unsanitary. The, oh, my God. I'm going to get a staph infection. If not, gynecyphalus, oh. Uh, chlamydia.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I IWA Queens. at Any of the death match shows. And like they they try to clean it up, but it's like the most disgusting looking thing you'll ever see in your life. It- it's the mat after you know the first match or the second match? It's like ugh. ugh. What am I thinking?
2: <laughs>
3: By far, it was, it was any any of the the death matches that I did for IWA the mat like and they like I said they try to like chlorox it and sh- in, in, in between each match and stuff but it's still like it just looks so gross. It's so gross again. <laughs> definitely gross.
0: Uh um definitely now, gross. We have, we have had really <laughs> raised on who uh just started working for IWA not that long ago and um she had a fan that licked her unbeknownst to her and she they threw up a on it. They were to
1: her picture. Yeah.
0: Have you ever had any creepy stalker fans that have gotten out of line that you've had to put in their place?
3: Uh no, not not necessarily that have gotten out of line. Like I have I have a certain demographic of fans that are <laughs> like they're not they're not like pervy. They're kind of more. um, hmm, I gotta put this delicately. (laughs) You don't have
1: to be delicate. Just say it.
3: They might be missing a couple
2: screws.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh.
3: And like it's it's not you know you know that's not like I I don't mean anything bad by that. It's just. They're not, like, they they don't, like, hit on me, like, weird. Like, I've seen some of the other girls that get messages. And I'm like, man, thank God I don't get that. I don't have to deal with that, you know? <laughs>
2: but, like, I get
3: the I get the ones that are like, I want to wrestle you. I think I could beat you up. And it's like, no, bro, you can't.
2: I know you can't. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. And I, my, it's,
3: it's, like, I, some of the girls are like, I want to wrestle you naked. It's like, whoa, that escalated quickly.
2: Like I don't even know yeah. who you are, dude. Uh, but like, I, I like I
3: I have I have super fans that have like I had uh, a couple over the years. There was there was one he wrote poems for me, and um he would put them on Facebook and stuff. And like I would actually have like my wrestling friends like man I can't wait to see what he posts for your poem for tomorrow. Like there was a, like there was actually a following for his. And and he's still on Facebook now, so I, I don't want to say his name, you know, because I don't want to embarrass him or anything. But still, a very very dear friend, dear fan of mine, you know. So uh, he just doesn't write the poems anymore, unfortunately.
2: Um, but I've had a couple
3: oh. like that, you know, that are are they're, they're more like I don't know. They're not pervy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only way I can describe it. They're not like I perverse. Not,
0: I was announcing and I had one that showed up at one show and hit on me. He came back to the next show the following month and decided he was going to propose to me in front of oh. my, my current boyfriend and everything unbeknownst to me and it, oh my God. And everybody's like, well, you should have kept the ring. I was like, no, no, I shouldn't have. <laughs> like, that's just been...
2: can like, asthma. Well.
0: <laughs> I already had to break the kid's heart because I, I, I had to say no. I was already in a committed relationship. I didn't need another one. The one I was in was big enough yeah, see, and I
3: haven't, so, I haven't had anybody propose to me either. I'm kinda of jealous. I've had songs written for me. I've had <laughs> raps written for me. I've never been proposed to. That's kinda um of, that's kinda of some horse shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, well, hey, I could, I could, I could message you on Instagram again and propose to you. You know, I don't, I don't know what my <laughs> wife would think about that. But well, hey, now no, it's at not least organic; it doesn't count.
2: <laughs> it doesn't count
3: if it's if it's planned.
2: Uh.
0: <laughs> so that's what happened to me at one at one show. Um, I had another company that I worked for. But I walked in with the two people that I was seeing. Yes, I said two people. We'll get into that another time. Um, <laughs> um. Anyway, we walked in and and they're like, and somebody was like, "Oh, the gays have arrived." And my ex just looked at me and they were. I was like, "If you say anything, like you're going to get me fired." And they were like, "Oh, you go have fun with the boys. We'll we'll be right here taking care of this." I was like, "Fuck, there goes my job tonight."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the gays have arrived. "Oh, I don't think you want to say that in front of all three of us, cuz these three gays might have the authority to whoop your ass." Oh, it, some of the shit I've put up with over the years.
3: I've had I have a uh, there's a photographer that likes to, he's like, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, sure. And uh, he likes to, uh, like, take prom pose pictures where he's, like, standing behind you. And it's like, that's the creepiest thing that's ever done. There's one of, um she's going to kick my ass. There's one of Thunder Kitty in him, and she looks so uncomfortable in the picture. It's hilarious. It, it makes me laugh every time I see it.
0: What <laughs> Thunder Kitty?
3: Because we she's like a very, like, smiling. she's a, she's a very don't touch me kind of person anyways. So right. for him to be that close <laughs>
0: makes her
3: <it> really uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> um, and you've had some battles with Thunder Kitty. You've had some battles with a lot of women that we've named here tonight. Um,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Talk to us about your biggest... Uphill battle for
3: 2019. Uh, trying, trying to get to that WrestleMania weekend. That's my, that's my, my battle right now. I'm getting seen, trying to get every booking I can get to be seen by every set of eyeballs to get me to that weekend. Because uh, we've, me and Schwartz have been talking about it for the past four years uh just wanting wanting to work somewhere. It didn't matter what promotion it was, but we wanted to be there for WrestleMania weekend and we wanted to be working and uh and uh three years ago I, I injured my knee. Uh I shattered my kneecap and ruptured my ACL so that blew our chances of going. Uh the following year I broke my foot <laughs> again, uh ruining the chances and then Last year, uh, Schwartz tore his ACL and his meniscus and something else and his knee, like just destroyed his knee, so we didn't get it last year. So th- this year we're, just, we're, we're really focused on, on doing everything we can and, and wrestling everybody we have to and, and for every promotion and being seen by whoever we have to and, and putting out the promos and, and doing all the work just to be seen and noticed so that we can be asked to, to do the shows on WrestleMania weekend. And, uh, you know, our, our, our connection right now, our, our working business relationship with ACW, uh, is, is really, uh, we're focusing on that because it's, you know, they're, they're very huge in, in the wrestling business itself, as far as WWN network and, and everybody that came out of FIP and, and uh Shine and and all all of them evolve all of the promotions that are associated with just WWN itself. So if we can get our foot in the door at ACW, you know, we can we can are like we're really working really working hard to just get to that that stage to where we're up at a higher level than we are now and because it mm. because of the last three years and the struggles that we've had in the last three years as far as injuries and and setbacks so that's that's, yeah. that's what I'm working on right now is is definitely getting to that
1: well connected up with w uh, w n which uh um one of the uh, main trainers uh for the w uh, w n training school in Florida is our uh, good friend francisco chiazzo uh, is definitely a good good uh, block to uh get yourself out there and get yourself noticed for sure
3: yes and francisco he's fantastic and uh, stormy lee uh you have um, Trevin trevor adams oh, and yes. and he and heath and and all them down there that are they're they're all fantastic and they're all they're all a pleasure to work with uh, you know the past few times that we've worked with them and so far in the future we have we have some shows uh we're doing the um the benefit show for uh for Rex there coming up um it? Is it december I have to look at the calendar it's in December uh but we're doing that and then like I can't wait to do that we'll be back down there in Florida for that and then uh in january we'll we're gonna be doing some more shows as far as a c w is concerned so really looking forward to Continuing in the the relationship with them, you know.
1: Oh, it sounds awesome. I like I like that. I like and that I've, idea. And I've
3: been I've been in Sal Sal's ear about uh, Shine as well. Bring me back to Shine. So it's just a matter of time before I finally whittle him down.
2: <laughs> hey,
1: there you go. There you go. Yeah.
3: I'm persistent.
1: Twist his twist his arm. Twist his arm, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, so yeah, yeah. I'm just working
3: on that. That's and then trying. I um, I have my 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 student, so I've got her now. I'm Gotta get her out in the road and and really um, I want I just want to get her in the ring and get her some more experience so that she can blossom and, and be the beautiful wrestler that she's gonna be. If she's only 15. She'll turn 16 on no, in November, so she's got plenty of time to do it.
1: Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome.
0: So, All right. We'll definitely look for
3: her in the future.
0: Uh, do you have anything upcoming that you want to promote?
3: Uh, I have, uh, like I said, this, this this weekend coming up. I have Outlaw in Lincoln, Illinois on Friday. I have um, Berwyn Championship Wrestling. The all-women show, that is um, Saturday in Berwyn, Illinois. And then on Sunday is Soy City Wrestling, and that one is Decatur?
2: Yes. Decatur, mm-hmm. Illinois.
3: Yes, right. That, so I'm in Illinois all weekend. And yep. then uh, November November 3rd, I have a Repri- Revive Pro Show, which is going to be huge. It's in Tennessee. Um it has uh, OVE on it and Jessica Havoc, and it's just going to be huge. Uh, Sammy Callahan's on that show. Um, November 17th, I am debuting in New Jersey on the debut show of WH20. I'm super Ooh. excited about it. Me and Me and Amazing Maria are going to do a hardcore match, so should be pretty interesting.
2: We're going to kick Ooh. the shit out of each
3: other again. Because we love each other like that. Um, <laughs> let me see what else. <laughs> uh, Yeah, there's tons of stuff. And then N- NFW in Wisconsin, that's the casino show. That is November 10th. Um, you can check the uh, NFW Facebook page for details on that. But yeah, I'm everywhere right now. And then we'll be down at the that benefit show for Rex. Let me see. Um, I can't remember what the exact date is for it, but we will mm. be down there for that.
0: Yes. Well, sounds like you're yes. quite the busy lady. You've got quite the busy schedule coming up.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Hey, Bill, i but do that's try. pretty
1: better to... Better better to be better to be working than not, that's for sure.
3: Idle hands, man. Yeah. Go for too long, I'll probably go crazy.
0: <laughs> Amen to that. Oh yeah. Uh, well that's, uh, right. that pretty much does it for tonight. I'd like to thank everybody for coming out. I'd like to thank Randy West for Yeah,
1: for absolutely for stepping in like that. Uh thanks for getting back to me so quick and uh being agreeable to do this, Randy. It is more than appreciated.
3: Hey Amen. Anytime, anytime I can use social media to talk about myself, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gotta put
2: uh, me over. Hey. We're we're
1: always more than happy to do that. So well. But uh yeah, again, thank you. Thank you so much for uh stepping up like that and uh you know and going ahead and, and uh coming and coming in at this last moment. Uh we really, really appreciate it. So
3: No problem, no problem. Anytime.
0: All right, all right. All right. Well, have a happy holiday if we don't talk to you before then, and uh, we will definitely talk to you again soon. You
3: yep. well. Hopefully, I'll see you guys on Saturday, possibly.
0: Uh, if, I,
1: if I could, if I could, if I pull it off, I would, because Berwyn's only about a 45-minute trip from me. So, but uh, now. When you're old and retired, uh, you have to you have to wait for the checks to come in and they and they don't come in every week like they like they used to do when you were a working person.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: a oh gosh. But uh you know uh you know, we will we'll we'll hear we'll hear about it for sure. So uh hey again. Thank you so much. Uh you have yourself a uh, great evening and we'll uh, talk to you again soon, all right?
3: You uh, too guys. Thank you. All right, thanks.
1: All right.
0: Uh, well, we have got some news that we must discuss. Uh, there is another Anoi that is battling cancer. Oh, jeez. And that is Samu. Oh,
1: lord. <sighs> man, Samu is got, not man, it's gonna many- be tough for. It's going to be tough for Tonga kid when when he comes on next week cuz man, I mean, you know, that's that's two, that's two of his relatives that uh are right now battling everything. God. Uh
0: Samu and has stage 4 lung cancer.
1: Oh, dear god.
0: So, um that was broken to wrestling news source earlier this afternoon. So, um we want to send our prayers again to the enoie family the other side of it now
1: yeah um well okay i i just looking and uh there's no um uh, talk as far as uh any uh uh venue reports towards uh Towards Crown Jewel, um, except no, for one except one for is, e- except uh, for except for one where Hulk Hogan says that um, he will be attending the Crown Jewel event in Saudi Arabia.
0: Well, this is what we have uh, as of right now, and I'm going to send it to you so you can read it uh, on air. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking on your Facebook. Here it comes. Okay. Boom.
1: Yeah. Now I got to wait for the tab to load up. All right. There it is. Now.
0: This is about Crown Jewel. We do have news on Crown Jewel. That
1: does. Boy, that that sounds so much like a vacuum cleaner, Sean.
0: I know. I'm sorry. I got to get the screw and. You get the bit out and get in there this weekend with some canned air and really scrub it out.
2: Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. All right, okay, there we go. Now you've just now it's just popped, so let me get to it and, and see it, and then we'll uh, then we'll give it a then we'll give it a uh, read through here. So okay, here we go. Oh my gosh! Now, just looking at the uh, URL, it's like, whoa!
2: Right.
1: <laughs> uh, that ju- that part just made my uh, my jaw drop right there. So, <clears throat> take a second uh, for it to pop up. Uh, and okay, this is coming through uh, Ringside News.
2: Okay. Um
1: Oh,
2: wow. Oh, this yes. is
1: definitely this is definitely huge. Okay. Um WWE's choice to move Crown Jewel might not even be theirs to make it all. It's now in the hands of the US State Department. Yes. So, Um, and so, and according to, uh, and Brian Alvarez, uh, note on the, uh, Wrestling Observer Live podcast that Dave Meltzer said the U.S. State Department is handling this decision. Um, uh, today, because today was the day where Vince was supposed to give word on whether or not they can go ahead. And as of three Eastern, they have announced nothing publicly. Um, so, now, um, we looks like looks like we're stuck having having to wait, because uh, tickets were actually supposed to go on sale for this on Friday, and there are there is no listing of any tickets uh, tickets for this, so that that should be that should be. That should be a warning sign. That should be a red flag right there. Yep. uh, So, yeah, this is is looking more and more like this show not only is not going to happen in Saudi Arabia, it sounds like it's not going to be happening at all.
0: Uh, It might. Uh, you never know what's gonna happen with WWE. You gotta remember Vince has got money that he can pull around. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's in the hands of the U.S. State Department now. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, you well, know, if and uh, and <laughs> with uh, today's uh, actions and incidents here in on on our own shores, um, I think the last thing that uh, the State Department's going to want. Is to send a bunch of people over to a country where we know that uh, they that they had had a journalist murdered, and with all that bad publicity, add to it on top of it that uh, well there were that uh, we found out today that there were a bunch of bombs sent to uh, leading. Uh, Democratic political figures, and not trying to get political here, but it's just the facts of the case. And I think the last thing the State Department wants is any sort of negative publicity by saying, yeah, go ahead and go. So um, I would not be surprised um, on a uh, Friday news dump that all of a sudden we find out that Crown Jewel has been canceled. That's just my take on it. It's, you know, I mean, we're going to have to have to wait for the official announcement, but uh, I would not be surprised if that's what happens.
0: Um, well, uh, wild tapings are going really well, and we will see that in January on AXS TV. Right. Okay. So. Um. I'm not that going to spoil that for anyone.
1: Right, exactly. I'm 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 looking I'm looking forward to uh to seeing what uh what they come up with with this um you know, it'll be it'll be definitely it'll be definitely some very very interesting interesting stuff. I mean, uh I know uh <laughs> I know several Several uh members of the roster and so um, and know some of the talents that they have so we'll, it'll be interest it'll be interesting to see how they uh how they how they pull this all off and that. yes
0: well uh make sure you tune in to everything that is going on this weekend as far as evolution is concerned.
1: Right. Yeah, we will we will definitely be talking about that uh Tuesday night. Uh hopefully uh Katie will be Katie will be back and oh my gosh. Wow. And uh she just let us know that uh the uh infection that uh she had just popped and uh, oh that doesn't that doesn't sound good. That does not sound yeah. good.
0: No. Uh, well, I am Sadistic Sean David Along with my co-host
1: The Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane And uh, Katie, we love you um, i will get better so we can uh, So we can have you back on Tuesday So You know what time it is
0: You can go, go where you want. want to But you can't stay here Good night everybody Get out shut off the lights Feed the pain Good night
2: Closing time, open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing